listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin for your support of The Coffee Hour. Find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live uncommon. We are talking about faith and writing today, and particularly the faith and writing workshop at Concordia Seminary in St. Louis. Uh, it's a, a great workshop. I, I've had a chance, we, we've had a chance to talk with some of the folks who have attended it with great, great reviews, lots of great feedback. So joining us today, the Reverend Dr. Travis Scholl. He's managing editor of the Concordia Journal at Concordia Seminary in St. Louis. Dr. Scholl, thanks so much for being our guest on the Coffee Hour. So good to be here. Thank you. So we've had the privilege of talking about the the Faith and Writing Workshop in years past and excited to get to share it again this year. And But I, I want to dig into a, a bit more of a personal story. Uh, when did you start to realize that you enjoyed writing or that you wanted to develop your skills as a writer? Well, actually, it's it's a great story of of growing up in Lutheran education, as a matter of fact. So... Um, I grew up here in St. Louis and went to Christ Community Lutheran School. And in, I would say it was sixth or seventh grade, I had an English teacher. His name was Barry Bob. And Mr. Bob gave us an assignment where we wrote an essay. And I don't remember much about the essay, except that I remember it was, it was one of those instances where I felt like, you know, I just kind of, I didn't have the words for it at the time, but I was kind of in the zone. I mean, something just happened where it just clicked. And I remember uh, when I got the essay back from Mr. Bob, he had written in the bottom, this is really very good. You have a gift for writing. And it all started right there. Uh, Ever, you know, that just that little bit of encouragement, um, meant the world to me. And so when I went into high school, you know, I was always interested in, in uh, English and literature classes and some very good high school teachers, and uh, including uh, one by the name of uh, Rich Rice, who is the longtime uh, English and drama teacher at Lutheran High School South here in St. Louis. And um, so that by the time I got to college, I thought, you know what, I don't know what I want to do with my life necessarily, but I know I love to write. And so I was an English major and um, and it all just sort of went from there. But it really was that seed that um, that Mr. Bob planted when I was in in grade school here in St. Louis. How are those uh, mentors or teachers? How are, how are those people important in uh, lives of young writers like you. What difference does that actually make for young writers? Oh, I think it's. I, I think it. It. It is what makes a writer. You know. I think it's that. Um, and you know, as Lutherans, you know, our idea of vocation and calling is always rooted in in receiving the encouragement of others. Right. That other people see something in us and want to encourage and lift it up. And so I think that's especially true for for any writer. Uh, writing is one of those, you know, in a sense, that's sort of demystifying the stereotype of the writer. You know, the, the writer, you know, Leo Tolstoy going off 
into his farm and you never see him for three years and he comes out and, and he's written war and peace. Uh, I think our stereotype of the writer is often that they live this very solitary life and they're in touch. You know, they get inspiration comes down from on high and they start writing. When in fact, most of the time, writers sort of arise from, from people encouraging them and then receiving feedback when, when they do write. And so, you know, if I, if I make the bridge to the workshop, a lot of what we do in the workshop is just encouraging people who, who have an inkling that this is something they're interested in. Uh, and then just sort of bringing that out to say, yes, this is something you can do. <laughs> you don't have to be Shakespeare. There are, there's, it's a craft and like any craft, you learn it by doing it and doing it amongst others who are doing it and and you all figure it out together. And you it's not like you you learn it overnight either. <laughs> I mean you you develop that skill, you develop that craft and and uh, and so how did you do that? How how did you approach developing yourself as a writer and developing right. those skills? Yeah, well, that's a great question. And, it, you know, I think any writer feels this way. I feel like it's still something I'm developing. In many ways, I've been at this for a while, uh, but in many ways, I still feel like I'm, I'm an amateur. And I think most writers feel that way. I, for me, it started with uh, college. So uh, I went to Valparaiso University in Indiana, and they had, as part of the English department, they offered writing, creative writing courses. Uh, so I started taking workshops in college. And so it really started there in terms of intentionally developing that craft. And then once I was out of college, uh, I was doing a variety of things professionally, but I was always trying to keep doing something that was involving creative writing. And so that was more informal just finding, you know, friends or writing groups or finding opportunities where I could I could do some writing. Uh, and then when I started continuing my education again, you know, I got my master of divinity, um, became a pastor. But then it, more intensely in my Ph.D. work, uh, I did a Ph.D. At the University of Missouri here uh, outside St. Louis in Columbia has a creative writing program that goes up to the doctoral level. So I actually did my PhD in creative English and creative writing. And so, so for me, a lot of it was just, I geared my education towards it. Um, but there's always informal ways. And, and especially now with the rise of social media and all sorts of digital media, you know, uh, I'm involved in a number of Facebook groups where uh, writing is kind of why we're gathering together, um, either to you know do workshopping or just to be able to talk about writing. Um, so with the rise of all of that, that's that's really been a big part of it. And to be honest, too, I, I would say the last piece of it for me personally is now I'm at a point where I'm teaching writing, like at this at this workshop. But, you know, any teacher, I'm sure, will say when you're teaching it, you're also learning. And so for me, being able to teach the craft of writing is also how I continue to learn, um, not only to discover new things, but to learn from students. Right. Uh, we're all students in this process together. And so so those were those are the main ways that that I've I've developed my craft. 
So I think a lot of times when we think of creative writing, we think of I'm going to write a journal article or a book or a blog right. post. And that, then you bring up social media. How much of, of writing actually influences or is a part of our daily lives without actually really thinking about it? Right. I, I like to really emphasize that, that we are surrounded by language. Hmm. And so... Uh, I actually tweeted this a while back. There was a, a meme that was going around social media on why, why I write. I think that was actually the hashtag on Twitter, why I write. And what I did, what I did for that is why I write is because words are my Play-Doh. <laughs> and I really do view it that way. So any, we're so, as human beings, we're surrounded by language all the time. And that's that's actually become even more true with the rise of social media because we have this language machine in our pocket all the time called a smartphone. And so what I've tried to, to teach and the way I've approached it myself is anytime I'm using language is an opportunity to be creative with words. And so, so I... I've found that the more I've gotten into this, all those lines start to blur. And the way this works out, for instance, you know, I, I tell pastors a lot, and the workshop is a really nice mix of pastors and lay people. But for pastors specifically, I tell them a lot. I say, you know, you're writing in any given week, you're doing more writing than many professional writers do. They just don't realize it you know, between writing a sermon and writing newsletters, articles, and all the different kinds of writing that pastors do, and really any church worker, DCEs, teachers, they do more writing more often than, than many professional writers do. And so just to become more aware of that, and then to become more intentional about it, all of that becomes ways to develop craft and to think about how can I use, how can I use language as you know, to, to use the metaphor, how is it my Play-Doh? How can I mold and shape it in ways that both are kind of creative, but then also just on a basic level, communicate well and communicate effectively. Uh, all that becomes, for me, that's all part of the same basic craft of working with language. So tell us about the intersection then of faith and writing and uh, what that is for you. And, and we'll get into the workshop here in a little bit as well, but yeah. what's this intersection of faith and writing? Right. So uh, a couple of thoughts there. So for me, I immediately think of John one in the beginning was the word and the word was with God. The word was God. Um, and the word of course is Christ. So for me, that's, that's the center of it in terms of, the connection between faith and writing is that, uh, and which then also connects back to the fact that God created the whole universe by speaking out loud, by saying words. And so for, for me, that makes writing a basic expression of my faith. I mean, it, it, for me, um, it's impossible to kind of divorce the two from each other. And so that also then goes toward how, how we can engage the scriptures as, as God's language for us, God's word for us, is that 
the scriptures themselves invite us into engaging with with its its words that not only you know appeal to our mind but appeal to our heart as well and involves our whole person um, in that in that work of God in Jesus Christ and so so for me it's it's almost impossible you know to to break the two apart because it uh, words are so integral to how we understand our faith and to how faith works something in us. And so, you know, that I, that may kind of be a more theological level, but the way that filters down is, is to say that then everything we're writing and we're doing in the workshop, we understand that that's just part of who we are as people of faith and who we are as followers of Jesus. And, and so, so in a sense, it becomes almost impossible to separate the two. We're talking about the upcoming Faith and Writing Workshop at Concordia Seminary in St. Louis, July 20th through the 22nd. We're talking with Reverend Dr. Travis Scholl. He's managing editor of the Concordia Journal at Concordia Seminary in St. Louis. We have more to talk about, including more details about the workshop. You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golsach. You're a miracle. You know that, right? A living, breathing, one-of-a-kind miracle. You were created to stand apart, to share your gifts in the service of others, to make an uncommon impact in a common world. And at Concordia University, it's our mission to help you do that, to live uncommon. To learn more about Concordia, go to cuw.edu. Welcome back to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Today we're talking with Reverend Dr. Travis Scholl about the upcoming Faith and Writing Workshop at Concordia Seminary in St. Louis. Dr. Scholl, I've enjoyed just hearing your story as a writer, as an editor, and uh, why writing, faith and writing is important to you. And now this opportunity for um, for aspiring writers, for writers to to attend the Faith and Writing Workshop at Concordia Seminary in St. Louis. Where did the the workshop begin? I know we've talked about this, uh, talked about the Faith and Writing Workshop in, in years past. How did this all begin? Well, uh, so it actually began um, way back when, I, so I would guess maybe like 2008 or 2009. CPH, Concordia Publishing House, have for a long time done what was called uh, the Writing for the Church workshop on the campus of Concordia Seminary. And for various reasons um, that, you know, we all didn't have real, a whole lot of control, they had to stop doing it. And... Um, but there was a strong feeling at the seminary that, well, we still would like to continue doing something. And I had, I had not, I've been in my job here at the seminary for just a, a year or two. But, you know, I wasn't at, you know, the job is itself an, as an editor, but then everybody knew I was also a writer. And so they said to me, well, what would you think about doing something? And I said, well, you know, I can't do what CPH was doing because, you know, it was a much larger uh, conference and project, but I could do something that was more of a actual writing workshop. And 
Uh, Peter Mead has been a longtime friend of mine, and we've done a lot of writing together, and he is himself a professional writer as well. So I talked to him. I said, he said, oh, man, this would be so great. So we developed it from there, and then we just took off and ran with it ever since. So we've been doing it now for, oh, I don't know, 12 or 13 years. And, uh, and every year we'll tweak it a little bit and do something different. Obviously, last year with the pandemic, it was all online, which was interesting, too. We learned a lot in that process um, and are drawing something from that to bring into uh, being back in person this year, but that that was basically the history. And for us, for Peter and I, it's been it's become three days of our summer. That's that's a highlight every year of being able to get together and and be creative and work with writers. There's usually anywhere from ten to, I think the most we've had is seventeen or eighteen, which is actually for for our purposes what we like to do. Uh, with the workshop is actually just a little too large. Uh, the sweet spot is kind of in that 12 to 15 range that gives us opportunities to have more, much more interpersonal reaction interaction as one big group. Um, but uh, so that's sort of where it came out of. And, and um, we've been doing it enough now that it, it's just kind of part of our summer and, and we love doing it. What have past uh, writers and aspiring writers, what have those past attendees learned um, or, or how have they grown during this workshop over the last several years? Right. So one of the things that's fun is that we always get not only a range of, of pastors, lay people, men and women, uh, always a range of ages from kind of college age up to, you know, grandparents. Um, but we always get a nice range in terms of experience. So we'll always get a nice range of people from the, the people who've been writing for a while. They've gotten some things published. They're just kind of looking to sharpen their tools a little bit more to the people who just say, you know what? I, I saw this on the seminar's Facebook page, and I've been interested in writing. I, I want to write down some things for my grandchildren or whatever the case may be. I have no idea what I'm doing, but I just want to see if this is something that I would be, would be good for me. Um, and so the nice thing is you, you have that interaction on these different levels. And so, you know, we have had people who've gone on to publish books and, and do all sorts of, of, speaking stuff and who basically developed a career out of it. And they were usually well on their way by the time they got to the workshop. And then we've had people who just, they view it more as a hobby, right? This is something that I'm interested in. I have a project in mind that I'd like to do that isn't necessarily something where I want to get published. I just want to be able to write something, write down some memories or whatever the case may be. Um, and then we do, we've even had a few people who've done it just as a way to be on retreat. They just want to be able to get away from it for a few days and they want to be engaged on a faith level, on a spiritual level in some way. And, and this works for that, you know, three days to just sort of get away, be in a beautiful setting on campus and do some fun things together. So it, it really does. It is a nice mix that way of, of, that runs the whole spectrum from the kind of novice hobbyist to the professional writer. What will we learn? What will we zero in on this year? Anything specific? 
Well, you know, we are, I, I think, you know, Peter and I need to uh, talk a little bit about this because I think one of the things that I do want to focus on is, is coming out of a pandemic where we've had so little, you know, just uh, in-person activity. What does that mean for us as writers um, just to sort of figure that all out? Um, but, you know, the the workshop itself is always a mix of, you know, we do a lot of writing, writing exercises um, to get just get the creative juices flowing. Peter and I present a lot of material to get people thinking about what what's involved in writing and how, how do we do it well. Uh, a lot of conversation, just group conversation for us to to. Uh, hash out ideas together, and then, of course, time to actually workshop where we'll, somebody will present writing and, and we will, it's an opportunity for them to get feedback on their writing. Uh, we do do a field trip uh, as part of it. That's something we've historically done. And the nice thing is we will be able to do that again this year. So um, we try and keep that as a little bit of a surprise on the middle day uh, where we go and it's part of a, a larger writing exercise. So, and at the heart of it, I'll, I'll say this too, Andy, is that there are, there are not a lot of places or opportunities for creative writing workshops that intentionally engage faith. And so that is one of the unique things that we do bring to the table is that this is an opportunity for creative to do creative writing in relationship to faith. So, you know, we do open and close with some sort of devotional prayer time, you know, so there, there's sort of a, that um, uh, discipline to it, uh, almost kind of liturgical discipline. So it, it is spiritual in that sense, but it then also is how do we, you know, and I, I think especially for, for lay people, you know, pastors are used to talking about their faith all the time and to talking about um, spiritual things. Uh, part of it is giving people permission to be able to talk about their faith. And once you give them that permission, then all sorts of things can come out that can really be uh, in a lot of ways beautiful to watch. So what is the, the general format schedule for the three days? I know you mentioned the field trip right, <laughs> on right. Wednesday. What does is, what is a day generally look like yeah. for, this, for the workshop? So we generally start, uh, and it's July 20 to 22nd. That's a Tuesday to Thursday. We generally start around 9 o'clock, um, and we generally go to about 4. So it's a full day, but we try not to overburden people. Uh, we try to leave time at the end of the day, uh, especially as we sort of work through creative ideas to give them time to continue writing on their own. Um, so it's it's typically nine to four. Um, and like I said, it's a mix of all four of those things. You know, we take uh, breaks, obviously, to keep keep people's batteries charged up. And, and we always have a little bit of refreshment and coffee to begin the day. Got Every writer needs their cup of coffee. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, uh, and then we do try and have, we do, I will say this, we, we, we end a little bit earlier on Thursday because we do, you know, we do have people coming in from all over the country. So we want to leave enough time for people to get back home on Thursday, uh, if they need to. So we typically end 
more like uh, two or three o'clock on Thursday so that people have drive or travel time. So what do we need to know to, uh, to register? How do we right. uh, get all the information we need? Right. So if you go to csl.edu, the Concordia Seminary's website, and go under resources on the, on the main page, there's a link right there for Faith and Writing Workshop that takes you, and that has all the information. You can register right there online. Uh, I believe the registration deadline is July 7th, so plenty of time to, to prepare yet. And um, it costs, the registration is $175. Um, so fairly reasonable for three days of content. Um, and then it's always, we always try and do it the third week in July. So this year, that's July 20th through the 22nd. And um, everything else you need to know is right there on the website at csl.edu. Very good. And you mentioned people coming in from, from all over for this. There are opportunities, I gather, for lodging in the area, information like that as well. Yeah, so there is, there's plenty, of, and our, our continuing education office has all that information for people. Um, they can contact Erica Bennett for that information. Uh, her email address is B-E-N-N-E-T-T-E, -T -T -E, Bennett E at csl.edu. The one thing that uh, typically we've had on-campus housing as a, as a possibility, uh, unfortunately, we still have not opened on-campus housing back up yet coming out of the pandemic. So we will not have that this year, but there's plenty of other uh, hotels and places to be able to stay that are even within a walking distance of the seminary campus. Mm -hmm. Very good. Very good. The Faith and Writing Workshop coming up July 20th through the 22nd at Concordia Seminary in St. Louis. You can find registration information at csl.edu. Uh, in under the resources section there. Our guest today, the Reverend Dr. Travis Scholl. He's managing editor of the Concordia Journal, one of the presenters for the Faith and Writing Workshop. Dr. Scholl, thanks so much for being our guest on the Coffee Hour. Oh, I've, I've loved it. Thanks so much to both of you. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere.